Hi everyone, hope everyone's doing great. Um, let's just get into it. So I have been watching Grey's Anatomy and I watched it a while ago in, in maybe high school, but then I never finished it. And now I'm like for real watching it. And I have to say, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Um, I feel like a lot when a lot of people, when I would hear people be like, oh, Grey's Anatomy is my favorite TV show. I'd be like, you're corny as hell. But this show is so fucking good. It's so good. Anyway, so I've been watching Grey's Anatomy and there's this scene where Meredith was meeting this new doctor that another doctor named Owen Hunt didn't like. Dr. Hunt did not like this this new doctor and um, nobody knew why, but Meredith and Dr. Hunt are somewhat close. They're friends. And Meredith straight up was like to, to Dr. Hunt, do we hate him? And he was like, yeah, we hate him. And she was like, okay. And then a little bit later, this new doctor like basically asked Meredith to go out for a drink or something. And she was like, I'm friends with Owen Hunt, so no. And when I watched that scene, I was like, that is a loyal bitch right there. And it reminded me of myself because I have always been the most loyal friend like in the friend group. When people would ask about me, one of the first things my friends would say is that I'm loyal. And that's not like tooting my own horn. That's just like everybody has their, you know, different qualities, whatever. Mine is one of mine is that I'm very loyal. And growing up as the loyal friend has sometimes been hard because nine times out of 10, your friends will not be as loyal as you are. And I don't know, I don't know why. I think part of it's just the way I was raised, like kind of just ride or die for the people that I love. And part of it's just, you know, I don't know, my personality. So there have been so many times where I felt like a friend did something to me that I would never do to them just because, just out of loyalty and respect for the friendship. For example, if my friend and her boyfriend were to break up, I would then basically seize any sort of relationship I had with that boyfriend. Like I wouldn't, it would be over because my friend, you, you know, I would just put my friend first in these situations and not everybody feels like they have to do that for their friend. So I've learned over time to one, not be as ride or die for my friends, which kind of sounds bad, but like I've learned to like take a step back in a sense because being the loyal friend is great, but it's usually disappointing because nobody else has your back like you have theirs. So, you know, when I was watching the scene from Grey's Anatomy, I was thinking, part of me was like, oh, that's so cool of Meredith to do such a good friend type of thing. And the other part of me, the part of me that's kind of like matured from this point of view is thinking that it's it's a little bit immature. You know, it's like, oh, well, that doesn't affect my relationship with this person who I don't know. And I know that a lot of people slash most people feel that way. You know, a lot of people are like, well, just because he hurt you doesn't mean that I have to sever my ties with him. Most of me though, I'm like th talking about it now and I'm thinking about it now. Most of me, it just disagrees with that. Like if you're my friend and somebody hurts you, that person is not my friend to say the least. And I guess ultimately it's a good thing to have this, uh, it's a good trait to have, but I have had to take a step back. Like one of my best friends is definitely not the most loyal person. They just, they don't, um, I don't know how to really say this, but it's just, they would do things that I would never in a million years do to them. And they do this and have no, they have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Like the problem with being the loyal friend is that when your friends don't show you that same sense of loyalty, they're not doing it on purpose. And you know that it's not, they're not being 
malicious or, you know, they're not doing it to hurt you. So it's hard to like make a fuss or get upset about it because it's like, well, you know, they're not, that's just who they are. They're just not as loyal as you are. So I've had to like, I've had to really take a step back sometimes and be like, you know what, Al? No, you would never do this to them, but they're just not wired like that. And that's okay. Before it would cause a lot of problems for me, like growing up and in high school and stuff. When my person didn't have my back the way that I always had theirs, I'd be like, well, screw you screw you. But I think at the end of the day, it's just like some people aren't like that. And I've learned to be less like that in order to protect myself, I think. I've become less of a loyal person because at the end of the day, when you're the most loyal friend, it hurts. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why I wanted to talk about that, but I just think sometimes it's it's really easy to take it personally. For example, like this is going to be a little specific, but if one of my best friends is still liking my ex's Instagram posts, I a little get annoyed. I, I get annoyed. And then I'm just like, okay, you know what? I wouldn't do that, obviously, but that's them. And of course, if it was like really a big deal, I would bring it up with them. But that's just one of those things where it's like two different understandings, two different perspectives. Like some people think it's literally no big deal to kind of maintain a relationship with their friend's ex-boyfriend and other people do. So anyways, those are my underdeveloped thoughts on loyalty. I'm still torn between like, no, be that loyal bitch that you've always been. And no, just calm down because you're going to get hurt. I've definitely taken a couple steps back, lowered the notches on my loyalty because just most people aren't like that. And that's okay. So I just have a little thought that I've been kind of wanting to talk about for a while. I have had multiple friends over the years basically say how they love their boyfriend, but they're just not sure anymore. And to that, I say, leave them. And here's why. Once you're in a relationship for a long time, like the longer the relationship is, obviously the harder it is to leave the relationship. For me, for my first relationship, I tried essentially for a year and a half to leave it. We would go on breaks all the time because of me, because I was not brave enough to actually end it and like be single and be alone and sever my ties with him. I've had so many friends be in similar boats and be in a long relationship and, you know, they start to say how their their eyes are wandering or just various things. And every time I'm like, I think that you need to break up with your boyfriend. And every time they're like, no, but I really do love him. And I'm like, girl, I know you love him. I loved my boyfriend. But there comes a point where it's like, if that little voice in your head is telling you to end it, that you're not happy anymore, you have to listen. And here's the thing. I could talk about this for five hours to somebody that's in this exact situation right now, and they're not going to listen because I didn't listen when people were telling me that I needed to end it. To me, when people would tell me this, I'd be like, no, you, d- you don't understand. Like, this is my person and I love him. But he wasn't my person. And that's that's what is so hard to accept when you're in these long relationships and you are telling yourself that this is the one for you or that you're supposed to be married to him and he makes you so happy. No, if you have doubts in your mind and you're, I don't know, under the age of 30, I'll get into that in a second, you have to end it because you're too young. You're too young to be in a relationship and be a little unhappy. You're too young to be questioning, to have doubt. I have recently really been torn between the idea that if you're not all in and 100% sure about someone, you should leave them because that's not your person, or the idea that your quote-unquote person doesn't actually exist and it's just about making it work with someone. I think that the first idea that your person really is out there is a wonderful, wonderful thought. 
I just don't know, I guess, necessarily if it's true anymore. I think that it is. I would like to think that my person is out there. At the same time, even as I'm saying that, I'm like, what an immature way to think. Like, how in the world do soulmates actually exist? I was talking to somebody, I don't remember who it is. I think it was Sienna, but no, I actually have no idea who it was. Whoever they were was saying that they think that they have soulmates all over the place. Because, I mean, what are the odds out of 7 billion people in this world that you're going to find your one soulmate? But then it's like, well, maybe you will because that's how fate works. But then it's like, not everybody finds their soulmate. So are you just the lucky one? Are you going to be the lucky person that actually gets to find their soulmate? Or is it that there's a bunch of soulmates out there for you, a bunch of different ways in which your life would pan out, and then you meet your person that happens to fit that exact situation? Oh my God, it's literally just such a mindfuck to me. So I guess I'm torn between several things that I do have one soulmate, or that I have multiple potential soulmates, or I just find somebody that makes me happy or happy enough to make it work, which that just sounds so awful. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to like be settling and being like, okay, you like check most of the boxes and the rest like will work on. I don't know. However, I stand by the fact that if you are in your 20s and in a relationship that's lasted for a long time, he's your best friend, he is your comfort person, he makes you feel safe and loved and happy most of the time, But there's a little voice in your head always that's like, what if there's something else out there for me? Leave, 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 because there probably is. And I say probably because I am now in the place where it's like I left the person that at one point I thought was going to be my forever person. I left them and I have yet to find the next person, I guess. But I I just think that I think that if you're already having doubts in your 20s about somebody, they're not for you. And I know that that's easier said than done. Like I just see a bunch of my beautiful, lovely friends in relationships right now and they're settling. And I'm not saying this from like a, I'm saying this because I know because they've mentioned things like, oh, I don't know anymore. Like just things like that. I'm not just like pulling this out of my ass and being like, oh, they're not actually happy. They're pretending. No, they really are just settling in their relationship. And it makes me sad, but I just under, I understand it because I did that until eventually I was like, okay, I literally feel so trapped and not happy. Part of me thinks that like, oh, just because you're having some doubt about somebody and you're not, you're not 100% sure doesn't mean that you should leave them. Part of me thinks that that is the more mature way to think that you sometimes or most or all the time actually, you just have to like accept the fact that you're going to have to put in work to make this relationship work because relationships aren't like the movies. They're not like the books. They take time and effort and they are usually well they're never perfect and so part of me is like well maybe maybe you will always feel a little bit of doubt after a while or i don't know see that just makes me so sad like i want to be so sure about my person so yeah i do think that relationships aren't perfect and they take time and work but i also think that you still have to be certain that this is the person you want to put the work in with i obviously have not cracked the code on this But I think that ultimately, if you're having doubts about your boyfriend or your girlfriend, leave your boyfriend, leave your girlfriend. You have to listen to your gut, ultimately. Keep saying this, like always listen to your gut. And the doubt and the uncertainty, that's that's your gut. That's your gut telling you to to get out of there and leave. I think that putting the work in and making the commitment to stay with that person, I think that that is completely separate than like having the doubt of whether or not you should actually be with that person, if that makes sense. Like you are agreeing to put the work in, work through the fights, the disagreements, whatever, because you know at the end of the day that that is your person. 
I don't think that there's there should be any uncertainty about if that's your person. I also think that that there probably are multiple people out there that would be considered your person. Like I really don't, I mean, there's no way in hell, I guess, I think this, not sure. I don't think there's any way that there's one soulmate out there for each of us because we don't all meet our soulmates or maybe there is only one for each of us and that's why we don't all meet them because that would be crazy. Or are there multiple soulmates and these quote unquote soulmates are just people that at the end of the day, we would love for them, we would love to be our person and that makes our them our soulmate, one of our soulmates. I don't know, how crazy. Uh, it's all just, it's all just talk. <laughs> what I'm saying is though, there's a reason that you feel uncertain about your relationship and you have to end it. Nobody's going to take my advice on this because it's one of those things you just have to figure out for yourself, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it anyway. You will be better off. It's going to hurt like hell, but you will be better off. If a voice is telling you, oh my gosh, this was a little bit my experience. I was like, I've only been with one person in my life. I'm 20 years old. I'm in college. What am I doing? That was one of my reasons. And maybe it sounds like a crap reason, but my eyes were wandering and that just like is a natural part of what happens when you go through a long distance relationship. Um, Anyway, yeah, if it's that or it's like, he just doesn't make me laugh the way he used to or we never fight. We never fight and fighting is good. I've said it before, but fighting is necessary. All of these things are reasons, good reasons that you should listen to. And it's so hard. It's so hard when you become so comfortable in a relationship because you get so scared that you're never going to find it again, but you will. I did. I found it two times after in a span of just like a couple years. So if you'd rather like be going out to the bars and flirting with a guy or girl than going on a date with your boyfriend, like that tells you everything you need to know. People change. Like that's the thing. When I got to college, I changed so much and he wasn't there to change with me or see me become this new person. So people grow out of things and it's completely natural and it's really, really hard to let go of relationships. But sometimes you just have to do it. I just, I have so many friends that are in relationships right now and they're settling. They're just settling because they're scared. And and not to sound holier than that, like I don't want to be like, cross some balls, friends. But you kind of just have to. You have to just like, I don't know. If you're making pros and cons lists about your relationship, you need to end it. (laughs) That's my like rule of thumb now. If I'm in a relationship and I'm like, here are the good things and the bad things about my relationship, I will be ending my relationship because that tells you all you need to know. If you're at a point where you're analyzing your relationship so much that you're making lists trying to decide whether or not you should stay in it, you shouldn't stay in it. It's way scarier being alone, but it's so much better. So yeah, leave him, leave her, leave them. Just just do it. I know it's not so simple, but you have to put yourself first, not the relationship. You come first, you come first. In other news, I've blocked my exes. The first one has me has had me blocked for years, but the last two, I blocked them. And I've had the mindset that like, oh, blocking just like really means you care too much and it's petty and whatever. But at the end of the day, if blocking your ex is what it's going to take for you to really and truly move on, do it. For the love of God, do it. It's like an out of sight, out of mind thing. If I'm not seeing that you're viewing my stories all the time, bye. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I never felt so free. The week following my blocking both of my exes, I felt so free, which sounds maybe a little silly, but I was like, oh my God, I'm finally done. I'm over it. I can be, I just have, I have peace of mind. Like I'm feeling so much better. I felt so much better 
after blocking them because in a way it's like you block them and it's done you you're done now if you guys follow my tiktok you know that i did unblock one of them but that's not the point <laughs> do as i say not as i do also i'm still not communicating with him so regardless he's essentially blocked um <laughs> blocking somebody to me really signals that you are truly over it like you want to move on and be so done with it that you have limited any type of communication possible with that person now for me i have left a couple modes of communication open so that like if something really serious were to happen i don't know Maybe that's just like the little romantic in me being like, well, maybe you guys could find your way back together. I don't know. I don't know if it's practical or romantic or like a ridiculous romantic notion. I don't know. Blocking just really is like, it feels like you're done. You're done and it's time for both of you to move on. So you can't watch each other's stories. You can't like each other's shit. You know, it's just, it's the way to go. I like really and truly believe that. In my experience anyway, it's like, oh, he's not reaching out. Ooh, he actually can't reach out because of you go sister you go and it's it's freeing it's like i'm on i'm on to the next thing i'm on to myself i'm on to whatever the fuck i want like ah it's just nice so if you have gone through a breakup recently if you've gone through a breakup at all like not even not even it doesn't even have to be recent but like you keep seeing your ex pop up in your stories or whatever and it's making you think about them making you miss them block them block them it's not done. It's You don't do it. I mean, some people maybe do, but a lot of times it's not done to be mean, malicious. It's just, it's just what you have to do. I, you know, I remember when I first was going through the breakup, the last one, and people were like, block him, sis. And I was like, no, like, I don't, it's, you know, it's not like that. We don't hate each other, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you hate each other or not. Like it will put you on the fast track to healing. And I stand by that. It's also easy for old exes speaking from experience to just kind of like come back into your life because it's comforting and I'm a comfort person I feel like a lot of people are it's nice to just have a person to talk to a person that knows you so well that you have a history with but that gets messy it gets so messy I mean it got messy for me so what do you do you block them that's that's my hot take of the evening block your ex it's so much better some people can move on and heal and whatever without doing all that. And I really think that I really, I could have, I could have done that, but I didn't want to. I was over it. I was over those relationships and I wanted them to be put to rest for good. And blocking helped me do that. It was just nice. It was nice to know I wasn't being watched by that person. If you're experiencing that, if you're like, oh, my ex just liked my, my story, bye. <laughs> Block. <laughs> those are my thoughts. I don't know if I talked about this, but I've recorded an episode almost a month ago now very late one night when I was like not doing well, like I was having a bad night. I recorded an episode basically being like, I'm so not okay right now. I'm not okay from my breakup. I'm not okay from several different things in my life. And I played it back a week or so ago and it's pretty sad, honestly. It's very sad, which is why I didn't post it. But in a way, I think it's kind of beautiful, which maybe sounds a little bit silly, but I think I might post it at some point it's it's weird though because i would be posting it now having really and truly moved on from the relationship and like i'm no longer in that place so it feels weird but it's also i think that it would probably help people that are still struggling from a breakup and are still struggling from many different things loneliness depression all of that so yeah i might i might just post it and i'll say this at the beginning of that episode too but like it would be from a place of 
I'm not here anymore. I'm not in this state, but I still think it's pretty relevant and I want to share it. So I'm thinking back to it and I'm like, you were in such a bad place and you have come so far and it's only been a month. I just feel so much better. I feel like I'm finally, I'm settled into this city. I'm okay with being alone. I'm okay with living alone. I now have a couple more friends that I just, that are just great people to hang out with. And it's just like, I'm finding my way and it feels so good. I'm going to auditions and slowly but surely I'm getting more comfortable in the room and not giving a fuck slowly, slowly but surely. I have some exciting auditions this week that I'm I don't know if you can tell what I'm like smiling about and I have a summer theater job. I have two great social media jobs. Like it's going, things are going well and I'm so, I'm going to get emotional and I'm sorry for being cheesy, but I'm so proud of myself. I've lived in the city for almost five months now and it has been so difficult, but I feel like I'm finally, I don't know, I finally found my footing. You know, last night, instead of going out, I went to a dance class. I'm focused on my career. And, you know, sometimes part parts of me are like, gosh, like I walk by these bars like near my house, these little shitty dive bars. And I'm like, God, it would be so fun to just like have a boyfriend and just hang out and be like, hey, like, let's pop over to this dive bar, get a drink, come home whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just like sometimes I imagine what this life would be like if I had somebody. I think I just, I think right now I just know that that time will come, but that time will come once, that time will come when I found success in my career, which I already have. One thing that I realized that I do a lot is minimize things. My therapist told me it back in college. I had told her something that had happened to me that I probably will never talk about on this podcast or just at all, but I told her it and I basically made it seem like it wasn't a big deal. And she was like, you tend to minimize things. You always like, if something has happened to you, you make it seem like it is a lot smaller than it actually is. And she was talking about a negative situation in my life, but I do that with not just bad situations, but also good things. Like I diminish my accomplishments all the time. And I think part of it's just like, because I want so much for myself, I want so much success in my life that I'm like, oh, well, this little accomplishment doesn't mean anything, but it actually does. I just posted on my TikTok a self-tape from Mean Girls that first off, I would never in a million years have imagined that I would go in for Mean Girls. I'm a legit soprano, belting and like chest poppy shit. Like that always scares the crap out of me. So the fact that I just posted a video of myself singing that on TikTok, and is it perfect? No, definitely not. But I just posted it and part of me is like so scared that people are gonna be like, this is so bad. But I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself that one, not only can I sing that shit, but like I can sing it and post about it, knowing that it's good. And like, I don't know, knowing that it's not my forte, not my thing to sing, but I still fucking did it. I went in for a Broadway show last week. I had to sing a pop song. I was fucking, my mom told me not to curse so much on this. I was so scared and I did okay. It wasn't my best, but it was okay. And for me, singing a Britney Spears song in a Broadway audition room, like, holy shit. If you had told me that I was doing that a year ago, I would have laughed in your face. So I have to celebrate the wins. I don't celebrate my wins enough. So anyway, sorry, it's one on a tangent, but I'm good. I'm doing good. I'm just like so proud of myself. I'm alone. I'm so alone here, which sounds so sad, but I have my friends. I don't have my best friends here, but I have my friends. So I probably will post that podcast, but it'll be posted from a place knowing that I've, I've moved on 
and I'm doing so well. I hope that everybody can find some things that they've done recently and take a note of them and been like, I did that. I'm so, I'm happy. I'm, I'm proud of myself. I did that shit. And it kind of sounds a little bit to me is like, yeah, it's, it's cheesy. Like you have to gas yourself up, but you do. And you have to make note of your accomplishments because they're all worthy of being celebrated. You know, God, I'm so, I'm, I'm so cheesy now. <laughs> Life is too hard. Life is too hard to not celebrate the good in it, all of the good. I went to a dance class last night and we danced one by one and were filmed. I wanted to walk out of that room so badly, but I didn't. I stayed and they filmed me and I danced by myself, which isn't that crazy, but it was by myself with 30 random people watching me and yeah, celebrate your wins. I feel like we have wins every day and we ignore them. I do, anyway. What was my win today? Okay, I'm not actually sure about my win today. Oh, my win today was that I posted that Mean Girls TikTok. Everybody should find a win each day. That's that's what I'll leave you with. I don't know if this will be posted tonight because although it's Sunday and I try to get these out on Sunday, I have an audition tomorrow and I really want to focus on that. So maybe I'll post it tomorrow. But I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. I'm going home on Thursday. I'm seeing my family. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I don't know why I said that, but yeah. Okay, <laughs> bye.